Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garricks, and of course, I am at the Fairfield Comedy Club tonight with Abby Washuda. Abby, thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. This is exciting. Our pleasure. Thanks for coming and doing the show. You are awesome per usual. Thank you. Thank you. You have a great podcast voice. Well, I uh, I also have a face for it. <laughs> <laughs> you have the face, but no, really, it's very, it's very radio and great. Yeah, well, thank you, thank okay. you. Well, I, my hope is that people could either enjoy listening to it or fall asleep to it. <laughs> that, that's my goal. I'm like, I have a 10 minute podcast, and if that's enough to put you to sleep, I've done my job. Totally, good, comforting. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, no, glad to have you. Um, it's funny because we were just chatting. You have a uh, a show actually that you're producing at Gotham. Is that right? I I'm gonna start producing one at Gotham. Uh, probably starting this month. So uh, there's a couple other people who have already been sort of working on it on Friday, first Friday of the month at seven o'clock. So that'll be cool. Nice. That's yeah. a good time. Yeah, it's a good slot. It's a little like a bit weird because it's almost like slightly too early. But I think there's a good crowd of people yeah, like looking for some happy New York hour City. drinks. People are ready to rock. Yeah, by seven so, o'clock on a Friday. I think so. Do so you have I, a show name? Um, that show doesn't have a name yet, but I have sort of like in my upcoming comedy life the thing I was like particularly out of the gate so much better at producing than I was at actual comedy and I was like I am gonna just produce shows and then book myself and that's how I'm gonna get going that's I was just talking with another comic about that yesterday about the importance of like having a show getting that steady stage time and using that to develop I think every comic should run a show at some point I think so too I think it also gives you a good sense of what makes a good show and then it just like that helps the dynamic of all kinds of different things but um I I was running five at a certain point which was like five entirely shows? too many yeah there was one at New York Comedy Club, and then I had two at like the Lantern. This is all in New York, and uh, one at West Side. It was like too many shows. That's crazy. And also, I'm like That's a, a lot super of to book. That's a lot to promote. Yeah, and I'm a super anxious producer too. I think some other people can just be like totally chill, and they're like, whatever happens. But I have like a day of anxiety. No, yeah, you're like, are people going to be there? Is yeah. this going to be good? Yeah. So no, I remember the same thing. Like, I, I ran a weekly uh, at Karma Lounge every Friday night. Oh God, a weekly stuff. Well, yeah, you know what? I found, though, that it was easier than monthly because I felt with monthly you have to promote it once a month and really focus on it. But weekly, you can just be like, oh, it's every Friday. When do you want to come? Oh, Friday? We can do it any <laughs> fucking Friday. You're just, like, all the Fridays. Just remember yeah, all just, the Fridays. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very simple to remember. True. Um, I'm getting said, into like, it's the third Thursday after the second. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. Also, I guess if you're doing a weekly, too, it just generates its own kind of people are like, oh, there's always a thing there. Let's go there. Exactly. Yeah. So I found that to be, be beneficial. But... Uh, yeah, you do figure stuff out. What's like uh what's like the best thing that you learned from producing a show? I think the way that a room is set up is like so important and like some people don't realize the importance of like where you're seating people and like even how the chairs are and even if you can have a more intimate setting with a lower ceiling and just like because laughter is contagious and people yeah. need to be close enough to each other that's why you know at every good comedy club you're like basically touching the people next to you because yeah. it, it really helps the room and I think I've sort of helped some other people kind of adjust their shows or think about the sp kind of spaces you want you're like how come the same set of comics in one room is a completely different show than the same set of comics in another and I think the physical space is really like an important yeah. element of that yeah no i i totally agree like i i've you know i've run a lot of shows in a lot of different places i ran a show once you ever go to revision lounge in new york mm -mm. it's like on 11th and b i'm not even sure if it's still there but i used to run a weekly show there as well on thursday nights uh <laughs> i was running a lot of shows yeah uh as well but uh it was like this weird back lounge room and everything was like weird furniture it was like coffins that were cut into like couches or bathtubs or old cars everything was like a random it, 
furniture, but it was spread God. out. Yeah. And it was tough, right? It was like a tough room to do. Like when it filled up, it would be good because everyone would be crammed in there, like you said, and touching each other. But if it didn't fill up, you know, even if you had like a good attentive crowd, it was still tougher. Um, For sure. Yeah. And like not to plug this place, but let's plug this place. I was just saying to you. <laughs> I think this is one of the better venues, and like it just. Yeah, I think you were saying that it was much better than Emilio's other venues. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> say that. Right. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Re- delete, I, b- delete. I believe if I could quote you, you said <laughs> whenever Emilio texts me, <laughs> I hope it's asking about Fairfield, and uh, and then I think you said not those other shitty fucking dumps. <laughs> Uh, I fucking hate those and I only do them so I could do Fairfield. And I also hate Emilio <laughs> and everything to do with comedy. No, yeah, no, totally not. I do, I do totally hope that he is texting me about Fairfield when he is because it is my favorite one to do, I have to say. And I think when I first arrived, I was like, wait a minute, it's inside of a hotel. But it's set up perfectly and it's just like the lighting is right and the chairs are close enough and just like it's an intimate feeling when you guys close the curtain and people are like, and also the audience you get, they have, actively come to get a comedy show which as you know in new york yeah it's not always the case not always the case you're stumbling you're doing these like attack comedy shows sometimes where people are just at a bar trying to have a drink and then like Like, somebody ruins it yeah Yeah, you're like this show is called surprise there's a fucking comedy show happening (laughs) and those are terrible or you're barking people in who didn't necessarily like intend to come no they you know you're like didn't even realize like i've definitely barked people in at like the lantern who like don't even speak english don't know what they've been invited to do and then they're in the middle they're like oh what is this yeah and you're like oh this is not good so yeah, everybody here comes we have, yeah we have high intent here in the audiences it, it spoils you though doing this because it it is weird too like when we first started this room i didn't think it was going to be as good of a room as it was you know like i didn't look at it and think like oh yeah this is going to work i looked at him like okay we, we can do this but you're right the low ceilings make it work i think the fact that we're kind of got that like horizontal setup so everybody feels like close you know to it the fact i honestly you know what works about it that's interesting is that there's no wait staff it's byob so everybody comes in puts their booze under them totally. there's no break to go get drinks there's no wait staff kind of coming in all these little things like add up and affect the show and you know we've kind of got like like lightning you know in a in a bottle over here so we're it spoils you though that's true yeah i didn't think about that right there's no breakup of people having to you know the waitress is taking their check and they're doing the thing it's just like a totally flowing show yeah, yeah. and also byo booze that's pretty sweet people yeah, are like they come nice in deal. they're a little lit they're like that's it like we had some drinks in the parking lot we had someone at our seats like we're good to go so yeah for the most part sometimes yeah. the byob is not great i was talking with uh daniel Torado last night he headlined and uh you know i, I went up i was hosting and it you know went really well um and he was like oh they seem like you know good they're not uh you know they're attentive and and fine i'm like yeah they're they're great i'm like but you know you never know when it's byob by the end of the show it could be a different story and it rarely is but sometimes and sure enough we had like somebody just get a little too drunk last night so you gotta like you know watch out for that but for the most part it's always just fantastic also what do you do in this venue it's not like you have a big bouncer that can just like conveniently walk someone out you just have to like we just hope they drink themselves to death (laughs) we're like well maybe they'll just go over the top and die and then we don't have to worry about this anymore so yeah it's just a pray for death kind of strategy yeah yeah (laughs) i got you that's cool it's super fun. Yeah, no, this is a great venue, a great show, and so it's been really fun. Thanks yeah, no, me. no. Um, so, so Gotham, uh, you have co-producers on that, you said? I do. Um, Alex Barnett uh, is one of the co-producers, and another person who I don't actually think I'm allowed to say that he's doing it because he it's has some other kind of... Producer. It's not top secret. It's just like I think he's not allowed to, based on his other thing, oh, like yeah, say he's producing look something like, like that. Yeah. It'll look like he's like doing some kind of whatever, so I don't want to get him in trouble. Um, but uh, it rhymes It's not with, me. It rhymes with someone from Schmarstool Sports. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we won't say that could be I, anything. Yeah, that's it could not be literally, a great clue. Who knows what it rhymes with? Yeah, <laughs> but there's a lot of that though. I think in New York, particularly about this like branding and the rules and like I was just talking to Sherrod on the way in because he performs at the cellar all the time and very often if I book comics seller comics at the lantern they're like oh you can't promote me you can't say i'm there because they have rules and gerard was like i guess they're afraid i'm not afraid like yeah that's cool but yeah there's sometimes there's some like stuff like that like with the seller and the lantern i get it because they're like a block away kind of thing um but even so i yeah i don't think a club should be telling a comic where they can or can't perform unless you're solely providing them all the employment they need then who are you to say you can't go here right and yeah perform like i get why you would want to do it but Let's be honest, like, the lantern is not going to put the seller out of business. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it, exactly. It's like, and obvi- and even like the, like, even if it's like the idea is like, oh, well, if you could see Sherrod at the lantern for like free, why would they come pay here? And it's like, well, he's doing a different set at the lantern. He's like trying things out. He's doing yeah, new he's, stuff. Like, yeah. he's, it's a whole other show. So exactly. yeah, totally. But exactly. I think there's a lot of that. So the Gotham one should be interesting. We're trying to, it's like, so, as it's getting to be is the summer. Is it the main room or the downstairs It's the downstairs room. room. I think the main room I like room that room. That, I, is, I think it's, it's nice. a really good, intimate room. It's nice. It's classy, but it like it feels good every time I feel. Yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be good. So we're trying to just like maybe target some people from after work crowd, you know, who want like some happy hour drinks and like do a quickie because you're in and out. It's a quick hour and a half and there's still time to drink and, and be in the outside world. I think as the summer gets gets kind of kicked off, people want to be obviously inside less and less. So yeah. I'm like maybe yeah. we need to do comedy outdoors. But yeah, for now, summer yeah. stuff. And you can't outside is like impossible. Yeah. We're yeah, we get quieter here in the summer, mm. but we have one show that we do at the beach that we do like with the town. They have a pavilion right there on the beach and we do a, a monthly show there and oh, it's fun. great. Like it packs out, it fits two hundred. So for some reason that gets awesome in the summer and here like kind of quiets down That's a little really bit. That's really cool. Where is it? Fairfield? Yeah, it's Fairfield. Penfield Pavilion. Do you know it? Oh, I don't. But then is it billed under the Fairfield Comedy Club? Yeah, it's, it's just like, like Fairfield Comedy Club event? Presents kind but of thing. I bet in the summer, as long as the weather was nice, you could do that all the time. And yeah, just we, instead do, of having we do them like here, once right? a month. Um, and it, it's been working as a monthly during the and summer. And it's like outdoors, but you need the pavilion. It's That's indoors. What you need. You need yeah, I mean, right, it's indoors. Yeah. It's a pavilion indoors. It's like on the on the boardwalk and, you know, you're right by the beach. So you get a little you get a little bit like that summer lightness right because it's still late when the show's starting we usually do eight o'clock but you know it works you know people here are very excited about you know comedy which is awesome yeah so. no for sure you have a good fan base so yeah. and you put on a good show so thanks for having well me. you you make it a good show i appreciate you being here Thank so you. uh so it's first fridays first fridays at seven o'clock seven at o'clock gotham. gotham in the basement you can get the tickets online at gotham at the website and, and eventually uh, the show will have a name and eventually the show will have a name and there's um, a secret co-producer from marshall schmortz <laughs> right who's like and it's like it's not even the big it's not even like i'm saying like it's you know it's yeah. chris rock right yeah. it's like it's some it's like an inner i don't is know is it chris rock yeah i wish is no. he from marshall I, yeah schmortz? marshall sports but it's like it's just i don't know people have weird things about yeah. it but yes so it's all of those things gotham seven o'clock and uh yeah awesome and where else can people find you uh, they can find me at uh, my website, which is Abby Washuta. Oh, God, the worst name. W-A-S-H-U-T-A.com. <laughs> and jot also, that down, guys? They jotted. Yeah, they jotted. And Abby, Abby Dubs Insta on uh, the Instagram. And uh, yeah, I'm all around. I'm at New York Comedy Club a fair bit. And la- I'm always at the Lantern. If you're ever just like, where is this lady? She's at the Lantern. Yeah, probably. and sometimes she's at those other worst clubs that I mean. <laughs> <once>. uh, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. No, I love those other clubs, Emilio. I love you for having no, me at all No, they are them. great clubs. Yes, but it's been a great nothing's experience. Fairfield. Nothing's so. Fairfield. Yeah. Well, Abby, thanks so much for being here. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Great to see you. Peace. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.
Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.